Becoming a member at Navy Federal Credit Union could help you to earn more and save more. Their certificate options could earn you more than standard savings accounts with competitive rates. Not all financial institutions offer you as many choices for savings options as Navy Federal does. For example, you can start your savings journey with a low minimum deposit, add money at any time, and watch your savings grow. Thanks to flexible terms, you can use Navy Federal savings options for all kinds of goals, short or long term. Navy Federal also offers equity loan options to help you get the funds you need to consolidate high-interest debt, work on home improvements, or cover any of life's big expenses. To learn more, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required. Terms and conditions apply, loan subject to approval. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we are having a financial festivus. We're celebrating listener money wins. A financial festivus for the rest of us. What is it? What does that come from? Is that a Seinfeld? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think uh, one of the shows the girls have been watching recently, and the holiday revolves around festivus. The word festivus instead of whatever it is that they're actually celebrating, I guess. But yes, right. Seinfeld. <laughs> well, now the holidays are over, but it is it is that time, no, man. New Year's Eve. Okay, well, yeah, that's I a guess. that's a big time holiday. But yeah, there's still there, this is still a great time to celebrate and yeah. be with people you love and just kind of like not work as hard as you 
you normally do or at all hopefully you have been able to take some time off uh, to spend time with your loved ones but Joel actually I just mentioned New Year's Eve I just wanted to quickly share you've only got a couple more days to get your donations in if you wanted to make sure that you were going to maximize the amount of money that you were going to give away this year that's true yeah some um, things we have until later uh, in the next year but this is one of those things that you've got until December 31st you know that's true but here's the other thing even if you give money away in January, you still get a tax break next year on that money. For next uh, year, well, of course. If that is, if you don't uh, take the standard, don't take the standard <laughs> deduction. So <laughs> that's true. But uh, which goes up next? We've, we've already talked. We've talked about all this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention one thing, Matt. Like because we're we're so close to New Year's Eve, uh, it just kind of made me think today that one: do you drink craft beer or champagne on New Year's Eve? It depends on the person. I'm, I'm cool with both, right? I'm cool with either. But it, some of my parents' friends... Wait, were you asking me or are you just kind of like... No, I just wanted to move on. Oh, I don't care okay. what you're drinking, no, actually. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to mention that one of my parents' friends, they realized at one point, like, we love champagne. Why do we only drink champagne yeah. on New Year's Eve or like twice a year, right? Why is it only for these certain days of the year when this is something like... We'd love to drink, drink like a couple times a week. And so, yeah, they did some introspection and they realized this was their craft beer equivalent was champagne. Nice. And they started buying their favorite one by the case at Costco. And <laughs> they, oh, nice. They just drink it like with dinner two or three nights a week. They're like we've got champagne taste and we happen to have a champagne budget according to Costco. <laughs> yeah. I think the reason uh, oftentimes people don't drink champagne during the week with dinner three times a week is because it's called champagne, which always has to do with some sort of celebration, right? Like that's why Prosecco exists because that's how you drink a sparkling white with uh, without calling it champagne and <laughs> for it to not feel like you're constantly, you know, being indulgent uh, and over the top. That Kirkland signature uh, Prosecco is pretty good too, by the yeah, way. I've never had it. it it's solid. So do they buy, do you, do you know if they purchase a, like an actual name brand? Um, I, think champagne, I think it's just like Cook's Brute Champagne. Oh, it's just literally... Wait, Cook's is like El Cheapo. It's like the standard. It's like oh. $7 a bottle or something. It's not expensive. <laughs> and so that's the thing. It's like... They just like the... They like popping that cork and they like drinking that bubbly drink, huh? Yeah. And it's almost too bubbly for me, yeah, personally. I, I like it. And I'm personally the kind of guy who would not want to drink it three times a week, but I don't know, a few times a year is is fine for me. Definitely New Year's Eve. Yes, I'm definitely on that. New Year's Eve. But it's it's one of those things where, I don't know, I there's something important about knowing yourself and how much that's going to move the needle for you. And it's like... Yeah, for us, we drink a lot of good craft beer, and we don't mind spending the money to do it regularly. And mm-hmm. yeah, when you find what that thing is in your life, put some more of your dollars in that direction. Be intentional, and that's just kind of like a random, interesting way that some of my parents' friends were intentional. But uh, I find it cool. I love it. Thank you for sharing, man. Uh, speaking of craft beer, this is a beer that we were fortunate enough to receive. This is not a beer that we purchased ourselves. This is a coconut PM Dawn. Uh, this is a beer by Trillium sent to us by Ali. I cannot wait to drink this beer and share our thoughts on this one at the end of the episode. This is a beer that we can't get our hands on, and so this is super special. I'm so glad that you and I are uh, essentially ringing in the... Well, we're not ringing in the new year. We've got a Friday episode Ringing out. out the old year? It, it, yeah, basically. <laughs> it's kind of... Ooh, I like it. It's like PM dawn. It's almost like we're in the in-between t- period of time here before the new year starts. That's right. Yeah. it's uh, We did all, not plan this out. Always darkest before the dawn. It's always but, a stretch when we do things like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, Allie mentioned that her wife used to work at and so she, they sent these beers our way, uh, a few beers, and we're obsessed with Trillium, so we're really excited about this. Cannot one. wait. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's let's move on, Matt. Let's celebrate some listener money victories. We've got a bunch of listener submissions that we want to share with you, but we wanted to, before we get to that, we, Matt and I we're going to share our big money wins from this year too. 
And really, when it comes down to its celebration, we would say is just an important part of being human. Like w- when we achieve something great, when we do something awesome, uh, and when we accomplish a major goal that we've had, uh, if we move right on from it, we end up losing something in the process. Yeah, we, we would say that like celebration it improves our well-being. Right? Uh, these little celebrations we're able to have they create a greater significance for the work that we've done. They create a milestone surrounding the things that we've, we've been able to achieve. We can look back and say uh, because there was a celebration that happened after we were able to achieve that thing that it, it like sticks in our mind in a different way. And so yeah, these little mini celebrations can give us you know what we need to move forward towards the next goal on the horizon. And so we would say you can celebrate in all sorts of different ways, right? A good craft beer is one of our favorite ways to celebrate. Choose your own. But uh, that's just what we're going to do today. We're going to celebrate together and we're going to hear what you've been able to accomplish this year. Let's highlight the good things that are happening in a world that is consistently fails to do so. And, and let's celebrate big money progress that all of you have been able to achieve. And let's do it together. That's right. Uh, dude, and I liked what you said about celebrations giving us what we need to move forward. You know, they provide us with a, the fuel or that little boost that we need. Uh, but they are also inherently fun. You know, like in and of itself, a celebration can provide life satisfaction. It can provide happiness. Uh, and like we've talked about recently here on the show, like what's the point of working so hard for years or, or even decades if you're not also striving towards including some of the other aspects of life, the different facets of life where we can find true satisfaction and meaning? You know, we played our part on that front. Uh, we had a little fantastic little Christmas party a couple of weeks ago with our wives. But, you know, my question for you is, is it like, is it technically a Christmas party when it's just when there's just four of us? I think so. <laughs> it's more like a double date, uh, <laughs> but we officially call it the How to Money Christmas Party. Well, it is. We allow ourselves to do something that we otherwise wouldn't in a regular week. And, and we both get babysitters, yeah. which is difficult because we do the uh, babysitters. And costly. <laughs> and costly, exactly. So we first of all, we do that, and then we're going out for a number of hours uh, at a nice, fun restaurant where we're able to enjoy ourselves and have some drinks. Yeah, so I think I, I think of that as definitely a celebration, definitely a party, getting a little bit dressed up. I put on my nicest plaid shirt. <laughs> I even oiled up my boots to transform them from my work boots to, okay, now I'm going out. And when we call <laughs> it a celebration, it kind of inherently becomes that, right? Like we give it that name and it's like, that's what we're going to do tonight. You christen it. Yeah. Also champagne reference. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and we reflected on the good things that we've been able to accomplish this year, the good fortune that we've had yeah. and just the joy that we've had in doing the work. And so we would say while finding happiness and meaning are really important, we're also celebrating because we want these stories to be an inspiration to all of you, right? I, I know there are folks listening to this podcast. Maybe you've been listening for uh, just a few weeks or a few months and we're glad to have you here. But yeah, the main goal of this show is to help folks who tune in transform their financial lives. Like do better with their money, get a handle on their finances, maybe for the first time ever. And so this show has special meaning to us, but we also want you to learn something in every episode that we release, including this one. And I think, Matt, based on what people have been able to accomplish, if you're a listener and you're like, I don't just want to hear cool stuff that other people have done. Well, the great thing is in hearing their wins and you and I talking about them, I think we can all learn something too. And and also there's something about seeing what's possible, right? Seeing yeah. how incredibly far some people have come, 
sometimes in a limited space of time. And so, yeah, personal anecdotes like ones from your fellow listener that we're going to hear today can just be this powerful boost to your psyche when it comes to deciding what you want to accomplish next year. It can broaden your horizons when you otherwise might have set your sights a little bit lower. Totally. Yeah. You might hear someone in their, you know, their finances might sound pretty similar to yours that I think could be encouraging, or maybe like their money situation is completely different, but you happen to share a similar goal. Either way, these are powerful things to remind ourselves of. And so let's go ahead and kick it off with the fact that this episode marks yet another year of podcasting here at How to Money. But specifically, this is the first year that we have both been full-time podcasters. Uh, and would you take a look? We haven't strangled each other. <laughs> and the, the business looks good. Still somehow best friends. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we easily have spent more time together this year than... I don't like, would you say like the entire, like our entire friendship over the past decade combined? Probably. I mean, if you count all the time outside of work, but also here in the studio, here in the office, uh, it's probably pretty significant. <laughs> uh, but it, like, it kind of makes me think about building a chair, you know, like I've never crafted a chair myself, <laughs> but maybe I will someday. I've done the Ikea ones, but you know, they're yeah, not. That doesn't, I'm, like in my mind, I mean like turning like wooden dowels yeah. and like, I don't like. Like a dovetail joint. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. yeah like, a, like a real crafted chair. I've not done that yet, but I've got to think that the first time that you sit down on this thing, it would be pretty nerve wracking. You know, like you spent a lot of time working on it. You think it's, it's beautiful. You're proud of it, but it is not completely fulfilling its intended purpose until someone can actually sit in the dang thing. Uh, and so, you know, you and I, we've slowly kind of put some of our weight on this podcast over the years, but now we've seen that it is capable of handling all of our weight. That is amazing. And we have every single one of you listeners out there to thank. Uh, all you besties out there listening to How to Money make uh, Joel and I a couple of very lucky dudes. I mean, yeah, to get to do what we love with your best friend, like that's like the apex, man. It doesn't get much better than mm -hmm. that. And so we are truly thankful and it doesn't happen without all of you listening throughout the year. So that is a huge money win for us is yes. having a self-sustaining business. So yeah, if we were just going to give maybe one money win as like a podcast, that's it. Like we're doing it. So that's, right. that's huge. But Matt, let's, let's give maybe each of our own individual big money wins for this year too. And, and I'll go ahead and start. I think, I think for me, um, yeah, be, being able to be a full-time uh, podcast is, is huge. That's number one. But personally, for me, I got to I bought another rental property this year, and that was a big money win because yeah, I, I think it's kind of been my goal to buy uh, another property every eighteen months to twenty four months, like somewhere in that cycle. And I did it again this year, even in the teeth of a market where I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out. I don't think it's going to make financial sense, but it did. And and I guess part of the other reason it was helpful to buy that property is because we've been living in that property, my family and I, for uh, for uh, some months while we're doing some renovations to our current house, while you know, hopefully making one good financial move while we're also kind of sort of pouring money down the drain as we <laughs> <laughs> renovate our house a little bit. Maybe uh, your 2022 financial win will be getting back into your actual home. Yes, early, early in 2022. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, it's funny, too, that you mentioned a rental property because like, I wanted to highlight maybe like almost the opposite. You know, I didn't sell any properties, but I realized this year that I am no longer interested in buying more investment properties. Of, of course, you know, this could change in the future. Who knows what's to come? Uh, but at this point in my life, I count it as a big win to not not only have realized like what it is that I'm looking to include more of in, in, into my life, but to also be in the financial position to make that a reality. And so, you know, I guess that's not really a specific action that I took this year. Yeah, the, um, the lack of action, I guess. You're like, <laughs> woohoo, not buying any more rental properties. Like, yeah. well, well, I guess you realized that, hey, 
I've got I don't I've only got so much time and I'm I'm pouring you know, you know my family and the business like those are if I, if I start you know looking to do more rental properties that's another part time job sure. and I guess you just don't want to put your your money or your time in that direction it's, right it, now like honestly it's mostly the time because the returns are there I mean real estate has been good to both you and me over the years man but for me I, I've realized that I'm at this point that if I bring on more properties it's going to be like it, it's truly reaching that point where it's uh, like a real part-time job as yeah. opposed to it being kind of like this fake part-time <laughs> job. Uh, and I don't want to get any closer to that threshold where I'm tempted to maybe get management, which I would do if I had above a certain threshold. Sure. Right? Like, but I feel like I'm in, in kind of the sweet spot. Uh, and so that's not necessarily something that I've like specifically done this year. I feel like it's more of like a culmination of just me, like over 15 years making good decisions. And again, kind of being in that financial position to make that decision. But if I did have to tie it to a specific action, I will say, I mean, this year I have invested, like because I've identified this, I've been able to invest more into the actual stock market, uh, way more than I ever have before. And that feels really good to invest for my future in a way that doesn't require any texting, any coordination of contractors, <laughs> any collection of rent that might be late, uh, that kind of thing. This thing is completely on autopilot. There you go. Yeah, no, I think that's a that's a like huge that part feeling. of it. And that's something that we try to talk about anytime we talk about real estate investing is, yes, it can provide outsized returns. And there are a whole lot of specific ways that you can maximize your dollars if you put them into physical houses that you rent out. Uh, and if you get that down to a science, if you know what you're doing, but you're right. The easy route is index investing in those retirement accounts, and, and you know if you're killing it in there, then you put it inside of a brokerage account. And for a lot of people, they're not going to become mom and pop real estate investors like us because they realize, and it's true, that it, it does become somewhat of a part time job. And yeah, if you've got two or three, uh, maybe four, it's it's not too terribly difficult to self manage most of the time, but. There are those days, and you're like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But yeah, I understand. Not growing that, and and knowing what you want is a big money win. But we have so many more money wins to share. Not just Matt and I. Like, what did you do this year? What did you accomplish? We're going to get to a bunch of those. Share them with you right after this. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you to get there? Well, there are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. What about that dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So, it's safe to say, it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, your health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org wisefriend. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. 
It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Cachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using cachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out cachava. Just go to cachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money i'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans we always like to get the families together matt for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer we've already got that trip to saint simon's on the calendar pump for that but sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast and now you're finally ready to start implementing some of the uh, the financial morsels that we're dishing up. Maybe you are trying to save up some more money for a down payment on a house. Or maybe there's a big vacation that you have been dying to take. Well, the money app Monarch. They make it so easy to help you to reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal, they named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, collaborate with your partner even. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. And you won't get spammed either. Monarch features ad-free privacy you can trust. They will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. That's right, man. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. It just makes sense. It works. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash howtomoney. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney for an extended 30-day free trial. All right, we are back. And so I just mentioned that my big money win was housing-related. Mm-hmm. A bunch of others actually were too this year, and we'll get to a lot of those in a second. But yeah, there's something we can celebrate and learn from each one of these listener submissions. Let's celebrate first on this episode, Matt, with Jonathan. Hey, Matt and Joel, this is Jonathan in Seattle. My money win for 2021 was to build on the momentum from 2020 and keep paying my credit cards off in full every month. And this was the first year that I paid $0 in interest to the credit card companies. Feels pretty good. Also got a small raise and upped my retirement contribution. So here's to a great 2022 where hopefully that will be maxed out. Thanks for all y'all do, and Happy New Year to both of you and everyone else in the How to Money community. Hey, Jonathan, Happy New Year to you, and 
Heck yes. <laughs> this is awesome. We are so stoked for you. Uh, what an accomplishment to not pay anything to the credit card companies this year. Uh, like There are so many folks who have just gotten used to paying the minimums. They don't even notice how much it is costing them each and every month. The average American pays over $1,000 in interest to the credit card companies each year. Wow. That is a lot of money. Just think what you could do if you had that back in your pocket. And if you crunch the numbers, I'll tell you what you may have been able to do, <laughs> because that's a difference of over $750,000 were you to have invested that money in the S&P 500 over the last 40 years. So my guess is that you're going to be able to do a lot with that money that you're going to have back in your hands. Yeah, it, it sounds like a small amount or you see it and you're like, I paid $80 to the credit card company in interest this month or you know, some people it's, it's a heck of a lot more than that. But you just kind of get used to it. It's that inertia bias. And you're like, that's just what I do is I pay the credit card company. This is the new normal. Yeah. But yep. when you phrase it like that, Matt, that if you were to put in $1,000 every year for 40 years, that's not a whole lot of money. A lot of people can figure out a way to make that happen, right? It's, it's not a whole lot of money on the front end is what you're saying. Exactly. Right. Yes. We could all figure out a way to save somewhere along the lines of $85 a month, right? Yeah. In order to get to that number. Yep. But then that ending number, 40 years down the line, to have $750,000 in retirement uh, is incredible. Like to see that it grow, it, it, that, that, that amount of money, that that small amount of money per month would yeah. have grown that large is just like eye-opening. Yeah, to whip out 80 bucks, that's nothing. Like most folks can say, oh yeah, I got 80 bucks here this month. To whip out over $750,000, like you can't just do that. Like that is something that takes a lot of hard work over the years. And to, and to know just that that's going to the credit card companies, it's it's not going towards something you love. It's right. going to yep. yeah, pay off prior spending. And so, yeah, that, that's huge to not be paying that. And Jonathan too, he mentioned momentum when he said that. And I think that's just such a powerful force because mm -hmm. just those initial steps, taking the first step is often the hardest when you're trying to achieve a goal when you're like, listen, I want to be rid of credit card debt. That doesn't happen overnight. And often it takes years because it took years to get into that credit card debt in the first place. So let's say someone who is listening, Matt, and they've got twenty dollars or $30,000 worth of credit card debt. I think for, for those folks, it can be hard to believe that they're ever going to be rid of it. Sure. Like they just assume that it's going to be an anvil tied around their neck for, for years to come. And so often, they don't get started. They don't move in the right direction. And like I said, that's the hardest part, but momentum builds on itself and it can lead you to the promised land, to where you want to go, to finally being rid of that. And so we got to say, Jonathan, cheers to you. And here's to never paying a dime in interest again. Yes. This is one of those things where once you cross over to the other side and you are using credit cards basically as a tool, instead of them using you yep. to fill their coffers, you're using them for the different benefits and the rewards and the signup offers. Exactly. Yeah. We're not against credit cards. That's for sure. We're just against owing money to the credit card companies sure, yep. and not paying them off in full at the end of the month. It's like this beast that we want you to tame. Exactly. And, and you have broken that wild stallion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and by the way, for anybody out there who's like, man, I am in credit card debt and I want to know how to take that first step. There is, you don't necessarily need a tool, but if you want a tool, undebt.it is something we've talked about on the show before and that's worth taking a look at. It's a great way to kind of see how quickly you're going to be able to pay off that debt. It kind of helps you get uh, an action plan going. That's right. It's going to help you to map out the best path for you you uh, for how it is that you think and what's going to get you there the, the quickest. And Joel, our next listener win comes from uh, someone who's got something in common with me and Kate. They are a family of six. Hi, Matt and Joel. My name is Joe. I'm from Washington State. I've been listening to you guys since you released episode 13, quite some time. And our big money win this year is that we managed to save $100,000, making 150000 with our family of six. 
and it wouldn't have been possible without your inspiration over the years. Matt, I'm always impressed when people have slogged through it and stuck around uh, listening to How to Money for that long. We have the right amount of talent. Uh, not too much to where we you know, have like a, this giant ego with a big old head. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but not so little that folks have left us. We are definitely not the Michael Jordans of podcasting. We're, I don't know, uh, maybe the, the Steve Kerr's of podcasting. Oh, okay. He's a really good coach though now. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I actually went back to take a look to see what episode 13 was. Oh, really? Because I was curious. And it was about cutting your monthly bills. And so Boom. Joe obviously <laughs> took that to heart uh, a while back and then some. Maybe he just kept listening to that same episode over <laughs> and over. <laughs> That's how he got to where he is now. Exactly. And and yeah, to get to the point where you've cut your monthly bills enough to have a savings rate of 66% That's unreal. is incredible. And so, yeah, if if you're out there listening to this and thinking to yourself, I'm pretty sure that's a higher rate than what I'm saving, <laughs> uh, you're probably right because that is a hard uh, bar to, to hit. That's, that's hard to achieve to be saving that much of your income. And yeah, to put things in perspective, the personal savings rate in the U.S. for the past several decades has been in the single digits right at 9%. And so to have a savings rate at seven times that, you know, what most folks are doing is incredible. And Joe and his family, obviously, they've made a lot of sacrifices to get to this point to make sure that they are saving a boatload of what they bring home and they deserve like a round of applause. That's for sure. Yeah. Seven times. I want to highlight that too. This isn't just like 7% more. Like this, seven X. Is, this is yes, like seven times, like seven hundred percent. His savings rate is like like literally to the moon. Is a Joe that is certainly worthy of some praise. You know, so many of the folks in the fire movement in the fire crowd, um, they're like these single engineers or they're dinks. You know, where they've got the dual income, no kids. And so to have a family of six and to be able to save that much money is really impressive. Uh, hopefully anyone out there who has kids, uh, regardless of how many kids they have, is encouraged to know you know, that it is actually possible to keep your expenses low with a bunch of kids in tow. That rhymes. You like that? <laughs> I'm curious to know, though, what, uh, Joe, what your long-term goals are, because it seems like whatever you are doing, you are getting after it. And uh, I don't think it'll be long before you're going to achieve them at this rate. I-, I totally agree, man. I think we need to hear more from people who have larger families and are still crushing it when it comes to their finances. Yeah. So many of the the naysayers online about how you, you having a high savings rate, that they're like, well, you can't do it if you have kids. And it's, that's just not true. And it, it it's not that it doesn't make things harder because kids aren't free. Um, they cost money. Uh, they are take up a lot of your time worth every penny but as well. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're so trying all to, that side hustle time that, you know, all these single kids, they're going to like want you to read books to them and stuff. Oh yeah. What the heck? Daddy's got a side hustle. I ain't got time for you. <laughs> want to go ride bikes or something. <laughs> right. Right. Well, the great thing is you can ride bikes together with your kid, oh, yeah. but I think what it comes down to and, and, you know, Joe's, Joe's money wins says it all. It starts with a high savings rate. And the more that we can push for that, the more you can grow that margin, the bigger the gap is between what you're bringing in and what's going out in expenses, the more you can sock away for the future, the, the more financial stability you're able to create more quickly. And so, yeah, uh, Joe's family, they're setting themselves up for success and really whatever they want to do in the future. That's right. Okay, let's go ahead and hit up some of those real estate listener money wins. Uh, This first one comes from a couple in Indianapolis. Hey, Matt and Joel. This is Olivia and Connor from Indianapolis. And Connor has listened to you guys for about three years. And I have just started probably within the last year. And right from the beginning of getting married, Connor had the idea from you guys to do a duplex house hack And we've been married for a little over three years now. And right in January 2022, we 
are about to close on our first home, which is a duplex to house hack. So thank you so much for all your help in the last couple years. I always appreciate your guys's attitude and humor and personal stories about your guys's family. Hope you have a Merry Christmas and a happy 2022. All right, Matt, you know, you know what I always say. I always say, tell me the couple that house hacks together stays together. Is that marriage advice? I think so. I'm going to say. Uh, or it'll drive you apart immediately. I'm gonna, <laughs> one of the two. It'll either make you stronger or push you apart. Uh, I'll have to ask my wife who's studying to become a licensed therapist if that qualifies as good marriage advice or not. She'll She's probably. They're going to put that in the book. She'll probably smack me around for saying that was a good idea. This to, is on the test. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, closing is right around the corner. Olivia and Connor, this is a big deal. We're super pumped for you guys. And yeah, house hacking, it, it creates just such a strong ability for people to save a ton on their housing expenses or even come out slightly ahead every single month, which creates a situation where you can build wealth really, mm-hmm. really quickly. And so, yeah, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, housing costs uh, account for around 21000 of the 61000 in annual expenses last year for the average household. Over a third of our expenses go towards housing. And yeah, the house hacking is the way that you can flip that script and turn it on its head in a big way. And let's just say that you're making $61,000 annually, and now your housing expenses are three to $5,000 because you're house hacking and someone else is paying the majority of that mortgage. It just changes the ball game and it changes your future. That's right. Yeah. We literally just had the guy who wrote the book on house hacking on the show. His name is Craig Kerlop. Uh, so if you want to know all about house hacking and the different approaches that you can take to it, that is worth listening to. That's episode 445. Uh, but it really is such a great way for a ton of folks to kind of cheat, kind of game genie their way towards personal finance success. And uh, Joel, you mentioned, Olivia, how they're going to be closing here pretty soon uh, here in January. I mean, basically, the, the last two years of mortgage interest rates have been at all time lows. And I think anybody who has uh, purchased a home recently, anybody who is looking to purchase a home, even come this spring, are going to be in a great financial position as rates are locked in. And as we expect to see those rates climb as we get further into next year with the Fed starting to taper rates, that whole thing. Yeah. Well, I, I guess the, the one caveat I completely agree with you is timeline. So the interest rate matters less if you're going to own your home for three years and try to sell it. Because at that point, with all of the transaction costs that real estate comes along with. It's probably not a good buy. But if if you're looking to own that house long term, these low interest rates are a boon to your bottom line. And, oh, and, yeah. and they make sense, make even more sense for folks who are going to buy a place and hold it for yeah decades down the road. All right, Matt, another real estate uh, money win that we've got to share. Let's get to one more before the break. This one comes Let's from do it. Chelsea in Austin. Hi, Matt and Joel. This is Chelsea calling from Austin, Texas with my 2021 money win. I bought a house in this market. It's so kind of crazy. Hard to believe. Um, I don't think my husband and I could have done it without some of the lessons we've learned from your show. First off, we really aimed to do this um, off the peak, hot summer bidding wars. You know, we look to do this kind of around Halloween because that's kind of when it re- things really slow down whenever people are getting ready for the holidays. And I think that really worked out in our favor. Second, uh, we really tried to stay in our budget. It is a little expensive here and, you know, lots, lots of houses, but we stuck to a number. We're not going over that. And we did find the perfect one. And then finally, one thing that you guys talk a lot about, the value of the community uh, in your neighborhood, 
we have some friends that, you know, all live in this one spot. And we realized that community was going to be very important to us too. being close by to, uh, you know, hey, do you have any eggs? I'm out or um, just be able to entertain ourselves without having to go out and spend money. You walk down the street and have a game night. So I can't tell you how much joy that brought to walk down the block with a craft beer, of course, and uh, celebrate this new life step. So looking forward to more money wins in 2022. Thanks so much for all you do. Does Texas or does Austin have uh, open container laws? I don't know. If but so, it makes it even more attractive. There's no law against walking down your street with a beer, though, Matt. With a, with there, a, I mean, there might be a law, but there's like the spirit of the law would be would say, that's a terrible law. I think there's a lot of folks who might uh, call you out when it, comes to, <laughs> when it comes to actually following the law, as we found. Uh, but Chelsea, specifically, she's been listening to the show, I think, as long as Joe has, uh, at least since 2019. And Chelsea, we appreciate you. Uh, and we are pumped to hear that even in this insane housing environment that that Austin has especially seen. Uh, yeah. It's been hot. Yeah. That you were still able to buy your first home. Uh, and I think that this this is a testament to the fact that she and her husband, that they've been making the right decisions with their money for years to get to this point. You know, it takes a long time. It takes a ton of hard work and discipline in order to save up enough for a down payment. And had they not started years ago, they likely wouldn't have been able to buy. So I love that they were prepared from a financial standpoint. But not only that, she touched on how they kind of came into it with the right mindset. So they were prepared mentally. You know, she said that they had a budget in mind. They had a price point set that they where they knew that they could afford. Um, and with the bidding wars that we saw erupt, they didn't get carried away. They didn't act like all those other home buyers, uh, those realtors who were trying to make sure that they secured the deal by overbidding. Yeah. And I might be reading too much into this, but my guess is that Chelsea and her husband started saving maybe even before they knew that their goal was home ownership. And I think sometimes you just got to get started because you don't know what that goal is going to be. And you should you should be saving for you know awesome future opportunities that maybe you're not even aware of yet. Yeah. And uh, I, I love too, Matt, that, that they prioritized the community where they live. Yeah. I'm always shocked. I don't know. My mom watches a lot of HGTV and if <laughs> it's randomly on and I'm at, I'm at her house. Like she, she just loves that channel. And you always see people just looking across the entire city. <laughs> and I'm like, who, how do you not know whether you want to live like North, South, East, West in town uh, or in the burbs or in the exurbs? Right. Like, there's so many people who just don't feel that attachment and they, they don't know where, which specific community they want to live in. And so we would say, if you're going to buy a home, make sure it's a place that you can see yourself putting roots down. And that community is a huge part of the reason. And there's a lot of things you can endure, like an older house that's got issues or a house that's smaller than you'd like it to be. If your community rocks, like you can deal with that for years longer than you would otherwise be interested in doing. So yeah, prioritize community when you're buying. I think that's a good way to think about things. Yeah, and one other thing that Chelsea mentioned in her email when she sent her money win over to us was that because she was renting from a more mom and pop style landlord, uh, she was able to help her landlord find a new tenant and save over $3,000 in rent that she would have otherwise lost. That is also awesome. And so having a good relationship with your landlord uh, and making that transition easy for them, plus helping to prevent vacancy, that goes a long way. Uh, that is a incredibly smart way for you to exit a relationship with your landlord. But again, Chelsea, congrats. And we are pumped to hear that you and your husband are making some awesome money moves. 
All right, Matt, we've got a few more to get to. More listeners who have done just incredible things with their money, making progress by leaps and bounds. We'll get to those right after this. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you to get there? Well, there are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. What about that dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, your health and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at AARP.org slash wise friend. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money i'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans we always like to get the families together matt for a week at the beach every single summer we've already got that trip to saint simon's on the calendar pumped for that but sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast and now you're finally ready to start implementing some of the uh, the financial morsels that we're dishing up. Maybe you are trying to save up some more money for a down payment on a house. Or maybe there's a big vacation that you have been dying to take. Well, the money app Monarch. They make it so easy to help you to reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal, they named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, collaborate with your partner even. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. 
and you won't get spammed either. Monarch features ad-free privacy you can trust. They will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. That's right, man. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. It just makes sense. It works. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash howtomoney for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney for an extended 30-day free trial. All right, we're back. This is our Financial Festivus episode. Woohoo! <laughs> we're hearing listener money wins. Let's get to our next win. Uh, that is great resignation related. Let's hear from this listener in New York. Hi, my name is Kaylee from Olean, New York. And my win this year was I was able to quit my full-time job and pursue my craft business, Bell Book and Vinyl, full-time. Kaylee, that's phenomenal. Starting your own business. Yeah. And I love that you, you gave the name too. So that there's a... <laughs> crap ton of how to money listeners now that know what your business is we'll even maybe we should link to it in the show Dude, notes. we will totally link to it okay. and i feel like this is a total marketing win so kaylee <laughs> on your part way to go exactly yes <laughs> and yeah matt we, we talked not too long ago on the show about how so many folks are starting their own business right now and yeah the fact that kaylee made this leap is is just awesome it's part of this trend that we think is fantastic and and people are just quitting their jobs they're going the solopreneur route i think some people are like why aren't people returning to work well part of the reason people aren't returning to work is because they're starting their own thing yep. and they're pursuing something they're passionate about which we think is great. Yeah, they're they're becoming legit business owners. Yes, and and it's obviously it's a leap of faith to start your own business. We know all about that. Uh, but we're we're pumped, uh, Kaylee, that you're turning your what what was a side hustle into your main gig, and so it's just super exciting. It's a huge win, and we're pumped for you. And best of luck to yeah your your crafting business. Yeah, we are here to cheer you on. Uh, and you know, didn't we also mention too that the number of creators on Etsy has like more than tripled uh, at that point in time? Yeah, there's like a, we're a talking about a lot that. more people selling stuff on Etsy but these days. Yeah, platforms like that though they just make it so much easier for folks you know within the craft business to reach their audience and make money. And we of course we want how to money listeners to be financially prepared to have saved well so that they've got that substantial margin when they launch their business. But so many people avoid actually quitting their day job uh, out of fear. Like they are hesitant to make that leap, even if they have the savings, even when they have that financial backing. Uh, and if that's your goal, don't let that fear hold you back from trying to do what it is that you love. Uh, the worst case scenario isn't nearly as bad as your mind is telling you that it can be. It makes me think of this meme I saw recently with Pete Davidson on it. Uh, it was a picture of, of <laughs> Pete and Kim. And it said that if Pete Davidson can ask Kim Kardashian out on a date, you can ask your boss for more money. <laughs> And I would also say that, and you also have what it takes to step out on out on your own uh, and give it a go with whatever it is that you've been doing on the side. Although I, I still think that's a marketing stunt. I don't know. If that's really? true love and I'm proved wrong, I'll be okay with that. But I... I don't know. I think he's a funny guy, but uh, there's got to be something else. There's you know? something else yeah. going on. There. But yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And we're pumped for Kaylee. We want to see more people pursue this route because you're right. The downside is is so minimal. We had a friend, Matt, who uh, left his job. He was like CFO of a company doing super well, went to start his own thing on the side. And it turns out like it was fun, but it, it didn't really gel with kind of the way he wanted to live life. He wanted to go back in the corporate world. 
He got another job. He's doing great. Like, you, I don't think you have to. Um, He's back to crushing it. Exactly. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you have to. It's not all or nothing. You can always go back into the workforce yes. if it doesn't work out, or if you realize, you know what, crafting's fun on the side, but I don't want to do it full time. I don't. I want it to be a hobby. I don't want it to be my actual job. What it, I do for exactly. a living. Same thing for us. It's yeah. like if we're like, you know what, podcasting is fun on the side, but it's not something we want to pursue full time. Although. We do. <laughs> we love it. But if we ever felt like that, it's it's not like we're unemployable, right? Yeah. Um, and there are but, a lot of skills I feel that we've learned over the past few years, right? And I feel like your your brain tells you something though, and it's like, no, no, no. If you quit, like, how are you ever going to get You're a job be again? Screwed for the rest of your life. And it's just not true. And yeah. I, I'm glad Kaylee knows that she took the leap, and uh, I hope it just like uh, she blows it out of the water. All right, Matt. Let's get to the next one, and we have another money win that's house hacking related. Hi guys, my name is Garrett Conley. I'm 27 years old and I'm from Clinton, Massachusetts. I just wanted to share this one with you guys because I owe a lot of it to the both of you. Three years ago, I knew basically nothing about personal finance. Fast forward to this year and I've really put myself into what I think is a, is a pretty solid track towards financial independence. Specifically, just a few months ago, I closed my very first rental property and I'm currently rehabbing it as a house hack. I still remember hearing the term house hacking for the first time on this podcast that really sent me down this path and it's, it's crazy to think of how much I've learned since then while listening. So thank you guys and keep doing what you're doing. Garrett, thanks so much for sharing your win with us. Dude, starting young like this is so stinking helpful. Uh, Garrett, he's 27, and not only did he close on that home, but he's rehabbing it as well. He's putting in that elbow grease. Uh, that's what we like to call forced appreciation. That's right. Uh, so that home is going to quickly be worth more than what he paid for it. Uh, but it is also going to improve the rent that he gets from those units every single month. House hacking in your mid-20s is such a game changer. And unlike the house hack we, we were talking... Have we talked about how much we like house hacking? Ha- it's huge. I it's, think it's, we should it's re- such a big deal. <laughs> reinforce how much think it's a great idea <laughs> and, and i mean the fact that he discovered house hacking here on our show makes me incredibly happy as well that that took him down this path and now he is doing it now he's done it and uh and unlike the one that we, we talked about a house hack earlier here in the episode but it doesn't sound like this is one that he's living in and i wanted to highlight that because th- it just goes to show how there are so many different flavors this sounds like a separate rental that he's not planning to live in but maybe he is planning to rent out the rooms individually uh depending on the area that is exactly what is needed in some areas especially around schools maybe Maybe it's an older home that he's planning to chop up a little bit, uh, partition it in a way that it can be listed as a duplex, you know, in this old home. Uh, there's a lot of charm that comes with old homes like that. So either way, I think it's really cool because there's a lot that you can do with single family homes. Yeah. And there's just so much you can do with the house hacking strategy. It really, yeah. like, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know that there's any better way to start, um, it's, to it's start so building wealth. Yeah. When you're like, I mean, you touched on it earlier. When you have one third of your monthly expenses going towards an expense, if you can find a way to reduce that yep. by a significant amount, if you can find a way to bring that to zero or even make a little bit every single month, you are going to come out drastically ahead in a very short yeah, amount of time. That one house hack, then it's like, boom, now I can like put so much money towards my retirement accounts because yeah. I'm paying so little for, for that, housing costs. Or that next real estate deal. Exactly. And I will say too, another thing that, that it made me think when we heard Garrett's money win was that he's just soaking in information and none of us know everything, but learning from folks who are a little bit ahead of us on the road, it allows us to learn from their mistakes and hopefully their wisdom too, and allows us to hopefully make fewer or smaller mistakes when we do uh, mess up. And so great job, Garrett. It sounds like not only are you taking action, but you're learning from people who know what they're talking about and you're, you're diving deep so that you can figure it out. And sometimes you only learn by doing, but so much of the time you learn from other people who know what they're talking about by just being willing to open your ears. 
All right, let's get to our next listener money win. Uh, this one comes from listener Josh out in California, and he made an epic real estate move. Let's hear it. Hey, Joel and Matt. This is Josh from Thousand Oaks, California. Thanks for taking the time to listen to my big money win. So 2021, my big money win was my wife and I being able to purchase a second home, which we uh, are using as an Airbnb. Uh, we were able to take care of um, knocking that out off of our uh, personal development plan this year to continue to build wealth in some uh, different tangible areas. It's been really successful so far. We've had it listed for about two months and we've made uh, enough money to cover the mortgage for the uh, entire year so far, which is great. We also had the opportunity to have a a consultation uh, phone call with one of your previous guests, um, Ziana McIntyre, and uh, we're just really excited about that opportunity. So it was a big money win for us in 2021. Thanks for all that you guys do. Appreciate all the help and advice. Man, I'm not going to lie. He said uh, our big money win was to buy a second home. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. And then he was like, the to rent house. out on Airbnb. And I was like, second oh, okay. house in Hawaii. It's like, oh, that's going to be expensive, man. Yeah, just buying that second home. I don't know if that's a money win or a money loss. I guess it depends on how well you've been doing with your finances over a long period of time. But he's house hacking it with Airbnb. Yeah, of course. You know, we and I love that. And I think one of the things I, I, I like about what Josh said there, he said, they're knocking it off their personal development plan. And I think this is awesome because it sounds like Josh and his wife, they're not just winging it. They're not like, eh, we want to buy an Airbnb this year. They've written down these goals. They're working towards them. And they feel more tangible when they've uh, you've put pen to paper instead of just daydreaming. Like, how cool would it be to own an Airbnb? It's like, no, nah, I'm not just thinking about that. It's on my personal development. It's going to happen this year. Yeah. And so if you've got uh, you know a money win you want to achieve in the coming year, we would say, do that. Put pen to paper. Uh, turn that daydream into something that you write down. And there is something that happens uh, that makes it more tangible, more real. It makes it feel more like a goal that you're actually working towards as opposed to something that's just in the back of your brain. Yeah. And for him to be able to cover his mortgage uh, in just the first couple of months listed while it was listed on Airbnb is huge because you know it takes a while to build the business up in order to generate real income. You got to get the uh, the history, you got to get the reviews because now essentially you've entered the hospitality industry. But it sounds like it's already a great investment uh, if you're covering those hard costs uh, from the very beginning like that, Josh. Yeah. And Josh is also talking to other smart people. We just talked about this with Garrett. Getting good advice from other people can save a lot of heartache. And that's, that's what he's doing. Reaching out to Ziana, who we had on the podcast a while back. Josh, I'm glad you chatted with her because one hour of someone's time, even paying for that time, can lead to saving dozens of hours of your own time, floundering, trying to figure out things on your own, trying to get the right systems in place, researching the right websites to to go to, to you know list your property or whatever. And so I think that's a big win too. I think that's a, a worthwhile spend while you're trying to get your Airbnb business off the ground. And so best of luck continuing this Airbnb venture. And hopefully you do more than cover your mortgage really, really soon. You're actually like getting some profit on the top end. That's right. Congrats, Josh. Joel, let's go ahead and get to our last listener win that we have time for during uh, this episode today. And this one is from a fairly local listener. Hey, how to money. This is Nathan from just up the road in Athens, Georgia. And I discovered you guys in March of this year and then proceeded to listen to every single episode in your archive at this point. And um, just wanted to share that your work has uh, impacted my financial journey in many ways. Too many to mention in a short voice note, but I'll summarize it by sharing that I am ending the year um, 
entering into Money Gear 7, having just opened a brokerage account for uh, some investments above and beyond our various retirement vehicles like IRAs. And this is something I would have never have had any idea where to begin on if not for the podcast. I had previously outsourced all of my investing to a financial advisor, but last month, armed with the knowledge acquired from How to Money, I opened my own brokerage account with Vanguard and purchased about a month's worth of my annual income uh, in shares of VT Sachs and VU. So uh, thank you for that um, new knowledge and kind of know-how. And I just really appreciate the simplicity and soundness of this and many other things that you guys have shared on the podcast. It's been super helpful for me this year and I know it will be in the future. So thanks very much, guys. And I look forward to hopefully enjoying a beer together uh, sometime in 2022. Matt, I don't even know how Nathan was able to listen to 400 and something episodes in 10 months that sounds like dedication okay so nathan is actually uh, a vip mvp listener to our podcast because i saw we we, we, we both saw his spotify like year-end wrap-up and he listened to over sixteen thousand hours uh, of our show and at the time some would call that torture <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the math, and just over the course of a year, uh, I think when I did the math, that was over 45 minutes of listening to the podcast every single day. But then he said that he, he discovered us back in the spring, so he didn't even find us back in, you know, on January 1st. That means, like, you know, closer to probably, like, over an hour every day listening to you kind of babble on about me. <laughs> <laughs> I do babble from time to time, I, I'll admit it. And, yeah, and I'm not going to lie, sounds a little exhausting, but Nathan, I'm glad you pushed through. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, when, when we're talking about your money win i would say we love that you're investing for medium-term stuff and not just for retirement that's the great thing once you kind of start to do well saving in your retirement accounts over a period of time start investing more in a brokerage account so that you can fund some of those uh bigger things bigger goals that you're that you're trying to save for that are years down the road and i would i would even say not even just bigger but like more fun because retirement isn't necessarily fun right like well hopefully it's gonna be fun well it'll be fun but it, it like for a lot of people it's their, not exciting to think about saving for 35 it's not years a tangible thing right. it's, it's kind of like this period of time that most people associate with not working right which a lot of us really love work we enjoy what we do and so uh, yeah money gear seven to be able to start saving towards like whether it's a certain maybe it is a second home or maybe this it's some sort of amazing vacation those are some of the really rad goals that i think that can really get folks excited about saving more money yeah and and uh, nathan is putting his money straight into those index funds which yeah. is awesome <laughs> and <laughs> he's it, got both of his bases covered because he's got vt Sachs with you and he's got vu with me that's right a little bit of both <laughs> and so we would say like advisors make sense for some folks but not for most folks one most advisors just don't care about you if you don't have a net worth that's bumping. And so we, we love that you're feeling comfortable enough, Nathan, to go about investing alone. I think maybe when you get to some bigger decisions, you might want the help or the input of a hired hand who has a lot of history working with clients to help them achieve their goals. But for so many of our listeners, go the DIY route, uh, going it alone and just continuing to sock money away for the future in those index funds is the way to go. That's right. Yeah. Especially for retirement investing. Uh, it's a lot simpler than people think. Those low cost, widely diversified index funds in those tax advantaged accounts. That's the way to go. And Nathan, you know, we would like to make more listener hangs happen uh, in this coming year. We had one in Atlanta this year. We had one in Austin uh, a little earlier this year as well. I think Athens, it's definitely on our short list. Hopefully we can make something happen there soon. Those were definitely a blast. And it, what's really fun too is the ability to meet up with listeners because you're immediately talking about all the same 
same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're cut from the same cloth. We're frugal. And oftentimes, since we do meet at breweries, we've also got that to instantly bond over. <laughs> I-, I swear, at most of those listener hangouts, I talked about money with almost nobody. We talked about so many other things. Like the people that listen to the show, they're just cool, or at least the ones that come to the hangouts. <laughs> and it was it was a blast. I definitely want to make more of those happen in next year. Totally. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to meet more How to Money listeners doing cool stuff with their money in the near future. All right, Matt. And, and I agree. And, and this is just, I think, a great way to finish the year. It's fun for us. Hopefully, this was fun for you. And we would say to all of you out there, be sure to take a minute to celebrate any of your financial wins even if they seem small, even if they seem insignificant, but it was an important step getting you on the right path. Take a minute to celebrate before you start making those New Year's resolutions because because it's informative and it's motivational to see those victories as you start planning for the upcoming year and how you want to continue to build on the money wins that you've been able to rack up so far. And I think, yeah, one other piece of advice here to wrap up this episode is if you uh, want to see more money wins, you want to get more money encouragement, you feel like maybe you're an island and there aren't many people in your life that you have been able to strike up and have conversations about money with yet so far, uh, then we would say join the How to Money Facebook group. It is uh, an awesome place where people are encouraging, they ask good questions, they offer advice, and they're sharing their own personal wins throughout the year. It's just encouraging to see kind of what other people are doing, how they're doing it. And you, you can take lessons every day from that group into your own life in order to help you to continue to make progress. That's right, Joel. It's a really important community. Uh, and I mentioned, you know, how Nathan was kind of like a, an MVP podcast listener with the amount of minutes that he uh, notched on his belts. If uh, if he's the MVP listener, I'm going to say Ali is the MVP beer donator because <laughs> we were enjoying this Coconut PM Dawn. This is an American stout with cold brew coffee by Trillium. They're brewed there in Massachusetts. Dude, tell me your thoughts on this beer. This beer was next level, dude. Yeah. It was off the chain as the kids say do the kids say that anymore i don't know not anymore i, I <laughs> you said that as a kid i, I did i've never it's off the chain guys <laughs> i still say that but i'm lame but i've never had a stout quite like this and i mean that in the best possible way it was delicious and it combined two of my favorite things which are beer and cold brew coffee mm. and so the, the concentration of the coffee flavors were fantastic and the overall flavor profile of this beer was just impressive and i didn't expect anything less from trillium but even still i didn't know that it was going to be this delicious it was like it was really really good and mad props to ali for sending this one our way because i um yeah i'm kind of in love (laughs) i feel like that this beer had so much nuance in my mind uh this beer has a touch more sweetness than i think what you what you typically go for uh but which i am all about like the the coconut sort of sweetness that they had going on uh i thought was perfect and just generally speaking i feel like that they were able to brew this beer with such finesse with such nuance because a lot of the bigger stouts that we have they just like smack you in the face with the roastiness or the coffee flavors or the the barrel aged flavors that they've got going on but this one was just so nuanced so subtle it just tasted like the work of a true brewmaster whoever it is that brewed this beer the, the coffee notes were just right the coconut notes were just right and just the overall weight because sometimes it can just almost be too thick yeah, yeah as well and this one did not have that uh it was just like it rode the line perfectly ali thank you so much for sending this one our way we're actually looking forward to a couple other trillion beers coming up here soon as well Yep, obviously we love beer and we get to try some of the best in the world, which Trillium is making. Mm -hmm. We are super thankful, so thank you. And Matt, 
that's the end of this episode. It was a really fun one. I love celebrating listener money wins every single year. Yep. And we've still got one more episode to get to Oh, this yeah. Year. You hang on. Well, <laughs> 2021, we've got one more for Our you. Friday flight. But uh, 2022, I think, is going to be a great year for the How to Money community. I'm looking forward to see how the podcast shifts and changes and how we're able to hopefully reach more people with helpful money advice. That's yes. the goal here. And hopefully next year, we've got a lot more money wins to share from a greater variety That's of right. How to Money listeners. Yeah, next year, we want to hear from you and what it is that you did with your money. Exactly. You've got 365 days. <laughs> <laughs> make some progress. Uh, make something happen. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.